Hi everyone. Before we get started today, I wanted to share a word with you and a special offer for all of our listeners from our terrific sponsor at 212. Now, if you haven't heard of 212 and you're a startup founder, you need to make sure you don't miss what I'm about to say. At the heart of every business is your cap table. It's how you know who owns what of the business. And not only is it essential to understanding your ownership, but it's also increasingly a legal requirement expected of you by investors and regulators alike. But managing a cap table on an Excel spreadsheet is a nightmare. Trust me, I myself have done it, and it's not something I'm proud of, nor would I do it again. After having raised money from over 2,100 investors via regulation crowdfunding. That's why when it comes to cap table management, I switched over to 212 and I'm not looking back. With their white glove onboarding service included for free, I was up and running with our cap table solution in no time. Now I should note something really important. Other cap table providers on the market price based on your number of investors, which means when it comes to managing all of your investors, especially from online raises, you can be paying thousands of dollars in yearly fees. And that's what makes 212 far and away the best and most cost affordable option on the market for startup founders. With 212, you pay one flat fee of $240 a year, regardless of how many investors you have, and you get their full suite of features right out of the box without any hidden fees. One of my favorite features is the ability to see how much you'll get diluted if you take that next check. If you're a founder or an investor, you owe it to yourself to check out the 212 website at 212.co. That's T-W-O-1-2.co. And get this, they're giving King's Crowd listeners an additional 25% off your first year membership with discount code KINGSCROWD25. Dilution is real, complex, and expensive. For just $20 a month, well, 15 after the discount code, you can sleep easy at night and be ready when your next investor says yes. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us today on another episode of the King's Crowd Startup Investor Podcast. Today, we are joined by Gary Johnson. Gary is a very interesting individual. I have absolutely loved getting to know him. Uh, he is the co-founder of Bison Venture Partners. He's a huge believer in the equity crowdfunding ecosystem and an all-around terrific individual. I think it's going to be a really, really interesting conversation, and I think he'll be very excited about what he's building at Bison Venture Partners. So with that, would love to turn it over to Gary. Gary, thank you so much for joining us here today on the King's Crowd Podcast. Thank you for having me, Chris. I'm a huge fan of your work. Thank you for the amazing intro. Uh, I'm, I'm watching and learning from successful entrepreneurs like you and just trying to pave my own path and help lift as I climb. So I'm just grateful to be here, share my story and talk to really cool people. Well, that's pretty, pretty phenomenal. Talking to really cool people. I think you basically just summed up the last like six years of my life working on this stuff. Uh, so Gary, we'd love if you could just tell our crowd a little bit about what you're building and, and who you are. For sure. Yeah, so I, um, I am an entrepreneur and I just have a passion for supporting other entrepreneurs. I believe that, you know, through business ownership, through investing in early stage startups, that's truly how not only we 
create pathways to wealth, uh, but also just, just happiness and fulfillment and stronger communities as a whole. Uh, I think plenty of people have ideas and aspirations to be entrepreneurs, but uh, oftentimes are, are too afraid to take that leap, but it takes sort of ambitious people to sort of step up and show, hey, look, this can be you too. If I can do it, you can do it. So I've been inspired by other people and I just wanna be an inspiration to others as well. Um, I always tell the story of uh, when I was growing up, my mom was the first entrepreneur I ever knew. And she actually created a property cleanouts business when I was in middle school and essentially hired me and my two younger siblings to be her first employees. And basically what that meant was every weekend we would pack up into this U-Haul truck and drive around to different properties that needed to be, you know, cleaned up and, you know, different TVs and sofas and things needed to be taken out of the houses so that they could actually be sold on the market. And my mom was doing that in addition to uh, you know, selling real estate and just trying to put food on the table. So I always start off with that story because she never actually called herself an entrepreneur, you know, and I never thought any further into entrepreneurship outside of like the, the SpongeBob episode where they're like uh, selling chocolate bars. <laughs> and like that was entrepreneurship to me. And it wasn't until I got to college where I realized, oh, wow, entrepreneurship is actually about, you know, problem solving and, you know, taking advantage of different opportunities, building a better world, collaborating to solve really important problems. And I realized, you know, while I, when I got to the University of Delaware, that that's what my, my mom was doing. You know, she was trying to create a better life for her family. And she was really doing whatever it took um, to make that, that change for her family and her community. And, you know, when I got to college, I realized that entrepreneurship was sort of like this, this cool thing to do. It was like, it started becoming this thing where if you were a startup founder, you're almost like a rock star and everybody's looking up to you. And, you know, they're thinking of like Gary Vee and all these cool people. Um, for me, it wasn't about that, but it was about, you know, tackling really important problems to build a better world. And at the University of Delaware, we had some really great opportunities. Um, that's where I learned that I could be an entrepreneur as well. And I could tackle lots of different problems. Um, and I found a, a pretty big passion in doing so. So that sort of led me down this path of taking advantage of every opportunity I could find, whether it was pitch competitions, accelerators for student entrepreneurs, uh, networking events. And I remember when I was starting out and like pitching my ideas, I was really not good. Um, I remember totally bombing a pitch competition once and, and walking out of the building being determined to like get it right and just being like, you know what, like I'm going to figure this out next time. That is not going to happen. And since then I've gone on to win pitch competitions across the country and actually launch pitch competitions to uh, sort of do what I call lifting as I climb. So I've created an annual pitch competition for young men of color. Um, it was a competition that was based in Wilmington, Delaware, and it was just an opportunity to give them a platform uh, because, you know, the universities have a lot of resources for founders, but the general community doesn't really have that type of access. So we said, you know what, let's show young people that, hey, like we believe in you. We know you have innovative ideas too, and we want to invest in you. So we had a, a panel of all black male judges who came from that same community who'd gone on to become investors and startup founders themselves to really show young people in the community who are oftentimes told like, hey, you know, you're going to grow up to be this bad thing, that bad thing. It's like, no, let's flip that on its head and show, you know, the possibilities of, of what they can truly aspire to be. So that's what put me on this path of just 
empowering other founders and I'm doing that through Bison Venture Partners now. That's outstanding. And I, you know, I, I think you're so right that so many um, small business owners, I, I don't think they ever give themselves credit that they're entrepreneurs. They're like, no, I'm a business owner, right? You know, whatever. But uh, I work for myself. And no, you are an entrepreneur. If you are building a business and solving a problem, no matter how small or big that problem is, you are certainly an entrepreneur. Um, and I, I absolutely love your mission. Um, so tell us a little bit more about Bison Venture Partners. I think it's really, really cool. So I'd love to get into some of the details about what you're all up to at Bison Venture Partners. For sure. Yeah. So I also love school. <laughs> I'm a lifelong learner. <laughs> so not only did I you know, graduate from the University of Delaware, um, get my bachelor's and then a master's in entrepreneurship and design, but uh, this current semester is actually my first semester getting my MBA at Howard University in DC. And I am incredibly excited about that. Uh, sort of joining the HBCU ecosystem has been always a dream of mine. And it's always been a part of my mission to just make sure that, you know, we're uplifting black and brown business owners and women business owners, because we know that, you know, these demographics are underfunded and under-resourced, but of course have the same potential to create outsized returns for their communities. So my strength, my superpower, as I sort of alluded to, is in empowering other entrepreneurs. So myself and my classmates have launched a new venture called Bison Venture Partners, where we are a management consulting firm on a mission to support Black and women-owned businesses over the next decade to help them secure $100 million in funding. We want to enable 10,000 new angel investments. We want to specifically support 1,000 women business owners and help create 1,000 new jobs. And you know, it, these are some lofty goals, but we know they're possible. Um, and we're gonna be doing this through supporting entrepreneurs and business owners who are in a wide variety of communities across the country um, and empowering those same communities to see that they also can invest in the small businesses and startups that come out of, out of their communities as well. So we're here to put our skills, our knowledge, our, our, uh, the skills we're developing in our classes to good use and really leverage the opportunities that we have while being students as well. I, I love what you're building. And I think it's so, so important. Um, and it, it's, it's really great to get to build up other entrepreneurs. Um, Howard University obviously has a, a very deep history um, with, I'm sure, several successful founders and entrepreneurs and all of those types of things. Um, how are you leveraging uh, Howard University to help build Bison Venture Partners? Yeah, it's been, in the university, the administration has been incredibly supportive of our efforts um, since, since I've gotten to campus. Um, you know, there's a lot of great stuff going on on campus. There's a lot of, it's, it's a pretty crazy time <laughs> with our current vice president uh, being from Howard, being, you know, a proud alum. And, you know, the administration in the School of Business in particular is extremely invested in our success. So our university actually just this semester got um, named one of the top 30 B schools across the country, like wow. period. And that was, a, that's a significant <laughs> development um, and a huge like accolade for, for us and for the university as a whole. And there are all these opportunities that are sort of just coming down the, the pike for us um, including just various scholarship opportunities, partnerships with um, really cool brands like uh, Yum Brands actually has a, an accelerator for 
uh, students who are interested in the franchise model. So I'm actually, I'll announce it here, but I was accepted into that program. So we're going to be sort of taking Bison Venture Partners through this process of understanding the franchise model and using that knowledge to empower other entrepreneurs. Um, and also we've got some things up our sleeves as well um, to leverage a franchising model also. Really cool. Uh, tell folks a little bit about the fact that you're actually raising capital via WeFunder. So uh, we could all be a part of your success. How did that come about? Um, and you know, why did you decide to go down that path? Yeah, no, that, that is a great question. So I'm an investor myself, so huge advocate of equity crowdfunding. I've invested um, in about seven companies to date nice. um, using platforms like WeFunder, Republic, and even Start Engine. Um, and it's amazing to me because as someone who is very much interested in venture capital um, and someone who you know looks up to a lot of VCs who are really changing the game to create you know, access and generational wealth for others who've not had access to it. Um, that's a way for someone like me to break in, right? So I've invested in companies like Backstage Capital. I've invested in Start Engine itself. I've, I've invested in Popcom. And that has led me down this path to helping other founders see like, hey, you know, if you're interested in raising funding, you don't just have to rely on venture capital. Um, you don't just have to rely on pitch competitions. Um, there's sort of this, this in-between where you can actually raise money from your community and have them, you know, invested in your business as opposed to just donating. So um, over the summer, I actually became a city partner with WeFunder. So I help a lot of businesses that are based in Philadelphia and Delaware um, get set up with their own campaigns to raise between 50K and 5 million. Um, and that's been amazing because... I'm just an ecosystem builder in general, and this is just another really, really huge, you know, perk and benefit um, for founders who need access to capital and already have a significant, you know, following, but may not have been able to secure uh, venture funding. So all that to say, I'm someone who likes to practice what I preach. <laughs> so I don't believe I can teach anyone or you know tell anyone to like, hey, go do this thing unless I've done it myself. Um, so having started at Howard and just been inspired by my classmates and just the talent that exists on campus. We're like, you know what, let's start up our own firm. You know, we have a mission to help other businesses raising using Reg CF, but let's do it ourselves and let's have yeah. the community, you know, help us raise our startup funds and actually help us build this business while we're still in school. And I strongly believe that by the time we graduate in a couple of years, you know, our community is going to be really, really excited and really surprised by the progress we're able to make in a short amount of time. Um, but they're going to be along the ride with us and, and supporting along that journey. So that's sort of how we got started. We're currently testing the waters on WeFunder. So not uh, currently actually accepting investments, but if anyone is interested in learning more about Bison Venture Partners, you can visit wefunder.com slash raise slash Bison VP, and you'll see our pitch deck, our whole video. We've got some exciting updates, um, some press that's coming out, and I'll share this as well. We're in the process of actually acquiring a smart vending machine to have that placed on campus. And we're going to be using that as a distribution channel for the product-based businesses that we're going to be supporting. So a lot of good things are in the works and I'm just excited to be able to tell the story and allow or invite, you know, community members to come in and join along for the ride. Super so. cool. I'm, I'm imagining that that might be a popcom machine. I would say so. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, so for those who are interested in investing, 
Uh, help us understand the business model a little bit more. Does this look like a traditional venture fund? Are you charging fees to help people learn how to raise capital? How does that typically work? Yeah, so we are super non-traditional. Um, that is typically how I operate. So we are not a venture fund. Um, we are starting out as a consulting business, right? So consulting with small businesses and startups is one of our revenue streams. And then the other main revenue stream includes this distribution channel for small businesses. So uh, how we make money is of course, charging for services, uh, consultations. And then um, after we acquire this vending machine that we're gonna have placed on campus, um, of course, we're gonna be charging for the products that are gonna be sold on it, in it, um, in addition to selling advertising space. So there are a lot of uh, large companies and corporations that are actually targeting students, right? Mm -hmm. So they're always coming to campus and um, setting up tables and trying to, you know, tap into this talent that is at our university. So, you know, one strategy that we have is actually uh, essentially sell selling these ads, this ad space that people can run in our popcorn machine, um, in addition to the physical products that we're going to be selling. Um, and then, of course, other small businesses, tech startups, whoever's interested in um, having ad space as well, they can, uh, we can have that conversation. Now, are there any companies that you started to work with or examples you can give of the types of companies you'll be working with uh, as you launch Bison Venture Partners? Definitely. Yeah, there's one I'm really excited about. Um, we have a mission to start out by supporting um, HBCU affiliated founders. Mm. So uh, there's a young man um, by the name of Jason Coles, who also, he's an alumni of Howard University and he launched a business called Katika, which originally started out as this marketplace um, for black owned businesses. Since he launched that business a couple of years ago, it's expanded to be this global marketplace of black owned businesses, literally US, you know, Africa, anywhere you can think a black business might be. Um, he has created this way for individuals anywhere in the world to find a black owned business anywhere in the world and shop online. He's got some other really, really exciting things in development as well. Um, and one of the things that we're gonna be supporting with is uh, helping someone like him raise the funding that he needs. Because as we mentioned, you know, black owned businesses, black entrepreneurs especially are underfunded and oftentimes over mentored. Um, but we're creating the strategy to help people like Jason actually understand how to leverage equity crowdfunding and then make really important introductions to VCs in the space who could find a product like his very appealing. That's really smart. Um, yeah, I couldn't agree more that we need to find ways to put more dollars uh, into, you know, Black-owned businesses and underrepresented founders. It's like, <laughs> you can only do so much with mentorship eventually you need money. <laughs> no, matter, no matter what you want to say or do, you absolutely need money to be able to execute and build the team that you need to accomplish your long-term goals. So um, the more we can do to get funding into the hands of underrepresented founders, I am all for. Um, I think it's so, so important. And I'm really glad to have someone like you in the ecosystem. Um, tell us about your team. Who's on the team right now? Um, what are their backgrounds? I'd love to hear that. Yes. Oh my goodness. I'm excited about our team uh, because they're my classmates <laughs> and we're, we're going through it together, right? We're going through these classes and we're doing these case studies, both for classes and just general competitions that, you know, are thrown your way when you're in, in B school. So we've got about several different team members all literally across the country, uh, whether it's Dallas, Texas or Brooklyn, New York or you know, North Carolina. Um, and I could point out 
you know, my good friend and business partner, uh, B Bass, right? He's in Dallas and he's got a sales background. So he's going to be that person that's on the ground, helping us spread the word, spread the message and connect with, especially, you know, businesses that are out of our reach with us being on the East coast, um, him being in Texas, that's a, a unique advantage that we have. Um, We've got my good friend, Cam McGee. He is a DevOps engineer. So when it comes to helping the more technical founders understand you know, the systems and processes, he's the guy for that. Uh, we've got Gwen, who actually has experience in the military. Um, and she's just a leader, period. <laughs> in addition to um, having uh, consulting experience at some, some really prominent firms. Um, and then we are also actually actively looking for um, both more entrepreneurs and residents. So people who are, you know, current students or recent alumni who have businesses who are just, you know, in need of some support, in addition to um, undergrad students who can serve as interns and analysts who want to get real world, like hands-on experience with a, with a real business. Um, so we, we are building a pretty large and robust team. Um, for us, it's about, like I said, lifting as we climb and making sure that other people see that, like, this can be for you as well. Um, and I think just operating this out of Howard gives us a really unique opportunity to tap into, you know, the student body, the talent that exists on campus. And then there are so many successful alumni who are just reaching out and willing to support. So I'm sure the next time people check out our campaign page, you'll see the team is growing <laughs> and we're always just welcome, you know, to have more meetings and, and meet with anybody who's interested in supporting. Now, I, I think it's such a unique story. So. I know you've told us a lot about what you're up to, but um, kind of as a last pitch for folks who are listening, why should they invest in Bison Venture Partners? You all should check us out. Check out Bison Venture Partners because we are on a mission to build a more equitable and inclusive world um, in general. You know, we believe that when we do this together, that's how we're going to succeed. Um, when Black-owned businesses, when women-owned businesses gain the access to capital that they need, gain the access to partnerships and resources that they need, our communities as a whole are much stronger. So, you know, uh, based on uh, Morgan Stanley's research and reporting, there's a $1.4 trillion blind spot that uh, is being, you know, left on the table. And if we were to actually support these businesses that are under-resourced, our communities would be much more well off. So it's in all of our interest to support more diverse businesses as a whole. It doesn't necessarily have to be Bison Venture Partners, but I say, you know, check us out because we're also just highlighting other businesses and aspiring entrepreneurs who could use your support in the future as well. Well, I think what you're building is exceptional. I'm obviously a huge fan. You heard it here first. You should invest in Bison Venture Partners. I think it's such a phenomenal concept. And I think you're taking really strong, concrete steps to make this thing happen. Um, so kudos to you for all that you've already accomplished. I'm wishing you nothing but success. Um, and for those who have listened, definitely go check it, check them out on wefunder.com backslash. What is that? Uh, uh, it's going to be Bison VP. That's Bison our VP. Slide. There we go. Excellent. Well, such a pleasure chatting with you today, Gary. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Take care, yeah. everyone. Thank you very much, Chris.